we've never really counted up all the like the the murder mysteries and and uh, the uh, just all the other other productions that we've done. But it was all due to Sylvia Angus. She taught English over at uh, Potsdam State, and she of course was interested in theater. And uh, she knew that there were a bunch of us, and I'm saying a bunch because it was a bunch, <laughs> that uh, wanted to do something. You know, we wanted to get together and, and do things. And so we got together in her front room on a cold January night and decided, uh, let's do this. We have no money. We have no sets. We have no costumes. But... What we have are people who are really excited and interested in doing something like this. And this community needs it. It still does, yeah. Uh, so we just sat there. Uh, we had a lovely time. But then we just started, and then uh, there were some other meetings, and we decided that our first show would be Don't Drink the Water. And it was very popular. Everybody, we had a lot of people. We did it at Canton Central School. That was the kickoff, and we've been doing shows ever since. Wow. Yeah. Lots of different kinds of shows. Lots of All <laughs> different kinds of shows. We performed, uh, we did shows at, at the high school, SUNY Canton, St. Lawrence, all the churches in town, because yep. they all have community rooms. Yeah. Pickens Hall, Remington Museum. Russell um, Theater? Uh, uh, Various restaurants, Edwards Opera House, Russell Opera House. Yes. And we've done dinner theaters at various restaurants around. And we've even gone as far as Saranac Lake. And, and we've managed to stay together. Barbara, what brought you into the group? Why did you get, how did you get involved? You're a musician and a music teacher. And was that, did you help with some of the musicals? Is that the idea? Yes. I um, got my feet wet. Uh, at Canton Central doing some, a little bit of, of music direction with Rose Hodge, who was a big GRP director for us. And she said, well, we need a director for this next show, uh, a music director. And somebody asked me, and so my first show was, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although, it was a very interesting story because... We started out planning to do, I think it was called Big River. We cast Big River. And then somehow there was a problem and we couldn't get the rights to do it. So we ended up changing our mind less than two months before the production. We got started right away and the choreographer took people that she had and took a, a CD and taught them how to do the dance. And then we got the rights to do Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, and I got the music for the orchestra, and that dance was not in the orchestra music. Oh, no. It posed a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we, we worked it out, but that was my first introduction to the whole thing, and it was a lot of fun, and yeah. I got to know a lot of other musicians in the area, and because of that, they still kept coming and playing in my pits whenever I do something else. So, yeah. I think that's been part of the glue, hasn't it? That that you've been able to sort of tap into a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. yes. Some people maybe just come for one production, or yes. they join the board, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's been the nice thing about this uh, this organization is 
that there's been no divas. You know, there's no, no really. one person has taken over and said, we're going to do it this way. That's true. We've had a lot of different directors. We've had actors and actresses from all walks of life. And it's just, and I think that's what keeps us healthy. Yes. That, you know, we, we don't, we're not, we're not trying to go down one straight line, you know. And it's amazing how much incredible talent and skill there is mm -hmm. in the North Country, mm -hmm. in the Canton, Potsdam community. Sometimes a hidden talent or something, right? <laughs> sometimes they're <laughs> hidden, yes. Sometimes it's not so well hidden, but, and sometimes it's not so talented. But, you know, we work with what we have and do the best we can, and it's... I also like the fact that we have done some pretty big shows. We did Fiddler on the Roof. We did Beauty and the Beast. We've done Cinderella, musicals that involve casts of hundreds, and small plays that people know. We did Doubt, and we've done Rumors, and I can't remember all the... I, I'm, I'm not so involved in the plays. I have a list. Oh, good. <laughs> Carol's got the list. But not only do we do the names that people know, but we do original productions that local people have produced. Mm -hmm. Including some music that you created a few yes. years ago for a production. Yes, yes last year I did the, an entire musical for children, and uh -huh. I think all the adults enjoyed it too. Very and Elaine Kurosina so. is a very prolific yeah. writer oh, yes. of yes. plays, and, and she a lot of things we have. Spirit Whispers, I think, was... A Crowning Glory that we did. Tell us a little bit about that show. That has a local connection. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Spirit Whispers was a play that was written by Elaine Kurosina, Art uh, Johnson, and Mary Egan, mm -hmm. who found the stories of all the people who had lived in what was called the Poor House. We, we put a little storyline in it, but every cast member had a story to tell about this very insignificant person, but yet really important in the community. A lot of people in our communities um, remembered these people or uh, were related to them in some way. And it had a very personal feeling, mm -hmm. and it was just really, really well done. The people would come up to us after the, uh, the show was over and say, my aunt was there, and she did this, and, and, That's, my, and yes. somebody else yes. would say, oh, my grandfather was there, and... It was a real connection that we made with the people of the community. Yes. Which was a, a good thing. It for, was a good for, thing. For all of and, us. And it's the kind of production that, although we did a big presentation of it at first, we've done variations of it mm -hmm. and with some of the favorite people involved, the, the characters. Um, and people have asked us to then. do it again. Yeah. Art Johnson started this wonderful thing called Mystery Theaters. Ah, yes. And I don't even remember what time or, you know, the, when that happened, but he's been doing it for at least at least 20 years. Yeah, you've and, been doing a series of the murder mysteries. Yeah. Yes, and he, um, he writes, he acts, and he directs them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, everybody seems to want to be in them because they don't have, uh, there aren't a lot of lines to learn. Right, and it's just fun 
being involved with the audience yeah. and, and trying to fool them into thinking, oh, well, I didn't do that. That other person. <laughs> and, and, yeah. You know. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's been really fun. Do you look in a crystal ball and, and look a, a years into the future? And where do you ever think about, boy, maybe we should do this or this is something we haven't tried or should we stretch our wings and I don't know we're always too busy (laughs) (laughs) putting something on right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't look far enough into the future because we don't know who we will have uh, be available and and the 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 fact that we don't have a venue that limits us to any planning that we want to do what's available yeah so it's yeah it's right what whatever is available that's We do the show to fit the place. We do. We did not have a venue for this year's Canton Winterfest, and we struggled with that. So we have come up with a slice of pizza, a slice of theater. Okay, tell us about it, Barbara, because that's your winter winter fest production. This will be our winter fest production. It's at Sergi's on Saturday, March 2nd at 2 o'clock. You get a slice of pizza and some theater. People who have done productions will be coming and reprising what they have done, a song or a scene. It will be casual, but should be a lot of fun, bringing back a lot of memories for, uh, for some of us. There will be songs from the Fantastics, songs from Cinderella, from Fiddler on the Roof, uh, from um, Celtic Dreams, from Working, from the Cozy Mitten. Kind of like the, the best of... 15 yes, years yes, of the yes. mm-hmm. players. All the yeah. people that are still around right. to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at some point, we were really lucky that St. Lawrence opened up their theater to us in the summertime because they didn't really have a, an organized... I mean, they, they didn't have a, a big summer school, and there was no theater going on at the time. So um, John Lawrence was a big help to us. He yes, would, he uh, we would have his stagecraft class, would um, do the tech work. They did the lights, the sound. Um, we'd do the costumes and, and all the stuff that, you, ha, that has to do with the, with the acting. Right. But they did all of the, and it was just a wonderful experience to have this huge theater with all the stuff. Oh, it, it was, was. It was great. And uh, I think the first show we did there, I was lucky to direct, and it was Music Man. Yes. Oh. And my God, that Complete was... with a, a marching band? Yep. A- yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we rented uh, band uniforms from some school, so every, every kid that was in the show had a band uniform, and, they, and it was just the most fun show I think I've ever done. And the biggest show, there were 70-some people on stage yeah. at the same time yeah. <laughs> and trying to keep them, you know, corralled into where they were supposed to be. And backstage, I was lucky I never had to go backstage because I can imagine what it must have been like back there. But it was really popular. We could have probably gone on the entire summer doing the show. And it was it was the time when we were doing this, there was no air conditioning in the building. So you can imagine summertime. It was lots of people. It was lots of people in the audience. It was very hot. And then to top it off, the uh, fire alarm went off. 
the uh, fire curtain came down with a clump, and the actors stayed in one place, and uh, the audience didn't have didn't leave. And finally, the fire marshal came out and said it was just a false alarm. It was probably the heat. So the fire curtain goes back up, and we You're resume. Showing the, up. Show. <laughs> the show must go oh. on. <laughs> I love that story. Oh, it was it, that was a. It was a lot of fun. It was. Yes, some... it was. And then, speaking of summer, we also uh, collaborated with the Sunday Rock Legacy in Colton and did several productions for many years there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, uh, in 19... the school, the school auditorium sometimes. In the and, school yeah, auditorium yeah. in Colton, yes. Yeah. We and did uh, the 1940s uh, radio, radio hour, hour. Mm-hmm. and the um, Putnam County Spelling Bee. Yes, we mm-hmm. did that. And those productions also were. A collaboration with theater, education, and history, right? Yes. That's the idea? Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Local history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I should say that there are some of the GRP actors who have gotten involved in what I would consider very practical applications of acting in that they're working mm-hmm. with the Clarkson University programs of physical therapy, occupational therapy, and the physician's assistant program, and they're providing... They're given a scenario, and they provide themselves as being patients for the students learning these professions to practice on. They improvise being a patient. And I, I know this happens elsewhere. What my son was telling me about working on actors when he was in medical school, and uh, it's a very interesting thing that people don't think about needing actors for, but it helps the the students learn how to react with real people. Hmm. I just wanted to say that the show that uh, I think I enjoyed most directing was Secret Affairs of Mildred Wilde. This was about uh, a woman, sort of a middle-aged woman in the 50s, who uh, loved to read movie fan magazines, and her apartment was just papered with with pictures that she had cut out of these magazines, and she lived a fantasy life through these magazines. And there were little vignettes from various movies that happened throughout the play. And uh, the first one was King Kong... We rented a, a gorilla suit from a, a place over in, in Cornwall, and we built the wall out of styrofoam uh, blocks so that he actually crashed, crashed through. through. The <laughs> gorilla King it Kong was, can't was, enter the scene. Right it, was, it was pretty exciting. And then um, Wanda Rennick, um, <laughs> this was the funniest thing, um, she had to wear a black negligee on stage, and that was really a hit. <laughs> Wanda being one of the co-founders of uh-huh. Reverberators. Yes, yes. Okay, so 50 years on, 2024, why is community theater still important and vital, would you say? Well, you get to meet a lot of people. I mean, it. Uh, if you're... If you're new in the uh, in the area, you immediately get to to meet, and, and a lot of the people that you meet uh, when you do a show become really good friends and lasting friends. It takes some commitment, some mm-hmm. time commitment, so you get to know each other pretty well. Yeah, as well as the characters that yeah. are involved. I would say that I think. Everybody has 
a need to be creatively expressive, or at least many people do. Mm -hmm. And community theater allows you the opportunity to express yourself in whatever way you need. And people say, oh, I have to be an actor. Well, no, we need people who to create costumes. We need people to create sets. We need people to, to do lighting and sound and all that's involved mm -hmm. to create audiences, to build audiences. We, it's much more than just acting. And it's important to have all these jobs. They give you practice in what you might want to call real life in, in trying these things out. They, uh, you get to meet people who share the same passions that you do. It's important just as playing on a team sport is important because mm -hmm. you learn to work as a team to create yes. something that the audience shares in as well. Can I say one couple you more things? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that in the future, what's coming up, celebrating our 50th anniversary this year, is we're having a party at the Best Western oh, University right. on Saturday, April 13th. There will be food, there will be a DJ, there will be dancing, there will be raffles. But it should be a grand party that anybody who likes to have a good time will enjoy coming to. And we always have our annual meeting that's open to anyone who's interested in coming. It's early June. Keep your eyes open because it will happen. <laughs> and there's a possibility that we may try in that general time frame to to reprise don't drink the water at least as reader's theater so and i uh on behalf of the grass river players would like to thank all of the many many people and institutions who have supported us through the years we wouldn't be a community theater without all of you that's for sure